Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. This is the Believe in Pro Wrestling Podcast. Here's Ricky Chino and SP3 on the Believe Podcast Network. Just when you think WWE is is finally going all in and listening to the fan base and building up some some good rapport and making great great decisions. Liv Morgan finally winning the big one, wins money in the bank. Bobby Lashley surprising a lot of people, winning the United States Championship. Street Profits, Usos, banger. Liv Morgan cashes in, beats Ronda Rousey, wins the SmackDown Women's Championship. Literal tear rolled down my eye when it happened. Finally, when I'm, I'm thinking back to that promo that the McMahons at Triple H cut says, we're going to give you, the people, the fans, what you want. I bought in hook, line, and sinker. They might be delivering on that promise on said night last night at Money in the Bank. And then... Adam Pierce comes out right before the men's Money in the Bank ladder match and says... It is official. We got a surprise entrant. Going to be eight men. Crowd got excited. Oh, who the hell is it going to be? Cody. Cody. Of course, it wasn't going to be Cody. Don't be stupid. <laughs> they weren't They weren't going to put Cody at the beginning. I did like the idea put out there by Connor Casey of comicbook.com to just have Cody pull the Brock Lesnar run down, push Seth Rollins off the damn ladder and steal the briefcase. I love that. I can hold it for a year. Yes, absolutely. Nope. No. Here comes the man who lost the United States championship. And now all of a sudden it starts to make sense as to why WWE booked him to lose that title after 75 days. Well, Austin theory. I predicted down. he would lose because that was the only title I could see changing hands last night. It was the only title I could see changing hands, but I fully expected him to just, you know, take his stick his head between his legs and run the hell out of there once Bobby Lashley was about to beat his ass. Like, that's what I expected to happen. I expected Theory to lose the match. I didn't think for a minute he was going to lose the title. And then the second that Theory is announced, you knew what was happening. Didn't matter how we have a a, match was a car crash. I thought Omos played a spectacular role in that match. Yes, yeah, he did great. He knew can we have a can we have a, a, a can we have a unique thought for crying out loud? We just did this with Brock Lesnar a couple of years ago. I get what you're saying. And I'm a total hypocrite. I'm a total hypocrite because I would have loved Cody doing it. So I at least I can admit that I would have been a total hypocrite. But at least yeah, we that would have been a great moment. I mean, he's saying, yeah. oh, nine months. They're telling me nine months. He comes back up for one, but. Yeah, he just comes back there. Show it didn't have to get touched. I love the idea of Cody Joe. That would have been better than Austin Theory winning Money in the Bank last night. Uh, Seth Rollins winning would have been much better than there were three. Sami Zayn would have been much better. I would have taken Mad Cat Moss over Austin Theory. There were three great stories you could have had with the Money in the Bank winner, and they went with none of them. You could have had Seth Rollins, where Cody's lurking. Eventually, his return could be to screw Seth. Riddle, because he's had his obvious things with the bloodline. They took out they took out Randy Kayfabe. Do it for so, Randy. And and then of course Sami Zayn is an, is the best booking decision you could have done. Yep. And I'm not went, saying that because it was my idea. I'm saying it because it was the best booking decision to do last night. And they went with none of the above. Um God, Sammy would have been so fun. It would have been so fun having him sit there. With the bloodline. Sammy would have been fun. Seth would have been fun. Riddle would have been fun. WWE decided to go anti-fun and put it on Austin Theory. And I know why they put it on Austin Theory, but I don't agree with them putting it on Austin Theory. And it has nothing to do with the man or the talent himself. And I know there are millions of people who are jumping all over, you know, him and, you know, his personal life and this, that, and the other. The allegations. They just don't like Austin Theory. Well, there's allegations, too. I understand that. And I I, I get that. That's another Um, part of the outrage. Right. And I I totally understand that. I'm focused. I'm choosing to focus strictly on the booking aspect of this. It doesn't make sense for me to put it on Austin Theory right now. We'll get into all of that. 
First things first, got to thank our partners over at Bet Online, the continued number one source for all your sports betting needs and information. Get all the latest odds, news, sports developments, including this year's Wimbledon Finals, Major League Baseball, fighting news, had a big UFC fight last night, Joe Burrow center stage for that. Early seasons. NFL Cowboy, history. Cowboy hanging him up. There's all those there. Head on over to the website. Use your mobile device. Sign up today. Receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE. That is B-L-E-A-V to get started and get into the action bet online where the game starts. I missed your introduction. Good, sir. Jeremy Bennett sitting in for SP3 today. And before we go any further, got to give a shout out to our big winner last night announced during Money in the Bank, Chase Oliver, two tickets to SummerSlam. He's going. He was going to be in Nashville. Now he's going into the show courtesy of Believe in Pro Wrestling. Congratulations to Chase. Hell yeah. Who did not win. We appreciate you guys for entering and don't don't worry, we're going to have more giveaways down the line. So stay subscribed here to Believe in Pro Wrestling and uh, you'll, you'll have your opportunity. It's not just for new subscribers. We like to reward all of our subscribers. So you'll have a chance to win more coming up down the line. Jeremy, before we dive into all the negative of last night, which honestly, from start until right when Adam Pierce came out, I thought yeah. last night's show was spectacular. And, and the match, the, the main event itself was a good match. I mean, I was overall. I out of it. I was completely taken out of it because I knew they telegraphed <laughs> it. Yeah, they telegraphed it. Yeah. The second theory came out. You knew he was winning. Yeah, but we'll get to that because the, the main story last night, I know a lot of people are bitching about Austin theory this morning, but just as many people are celebrating Liv Morgan today. Yeah. And I could not be happier to be more wrong. I said on three different platforms across the IWC that I did not believe Liv Morgan had a chance of winning money in the bank. And that had nothing to do with Liv Morgan or the work that she put in or how much better she's gotten or how over she is. Had nothing to do with her, had everything to do with WWE created because I never, ever, ever thought at this point when they had the chance to elevate her booking mm. that they would they would pull the trigger, that they would yeah. every time they went in another direction. Yeah. And they did it last night. They yeah. decided they decided to go full on behind Lib Morgan. Not only does she cat does she win money in the bank, but of course she cashed it in on the same damn night because that's just what they do with the women. Because a woman can't hold a briefcase, apparently. Uh, Carmella did once and then that was it. And that was the very first time. Days. That, was the, days. That, was, that was the first one. Yeah. Carmella has is the longest reigning Ms. Um, money in the bank. Somebody did the math on Twitter that outside of Carmella, if you take Carmella out of the equation the average holding time for a woman with money in the bank is nine hours nine now, hours yeah does that include because here's the thing because technically oscar didn't win money in the bank she won the raw women's championship because the championship was in the briefcase so technically um, she wasn't even miss money in the bank she just won the damn raw women's championship well no no from a technical she, standpoint. are you talking about 2020 yeah no remember, she won she, she, she won, won the briefcase, briefcase, but the championship was inside the briefcase. Well, yeah, but we didn't know that Becky was uh, was uh, giving it up until Raw that next time. I understand that. I understand it because you could go one of two ways on this because that match was filmed ahead of time. Yeah, so technically, Oscar was Miss Money in the Bank for several days before it aired, <laughs> or yeah. she was never Miss Money in the Bank because she won the Raw Women's Championship because that's what was in the briefcase. So our favorite was. Was that in the briefcase? Yeah. It was in the briefcase. Remember, because Becky opened up the briefcase and the yeah. championship was inside of it. But was it in the briefcase at Stanford? Probably not. But that's your that's besides <laughs> the point. That's besides the point. I'm pretty sure Oscar would have lifted it up and rattled it inside and go, "This isn't paper. What right. is this?" But uh, regardless, yes, uh, the the women don't get to hold on to the. I groaned. I groaned because as soon as she got in that ankle lock, I'm like, "Oh shit." Oh, yeah. Had they had they decided to book oh. Ronda Rousey to retain, I would have been oh. pissed. That would have been worse than Theory winning money in the bank. Too. Oh, there would have been no coming back from that. But man, nobody deserved this last night more than Liv Morgan. The work yeah. that she has put in, the amount of time she's been screwed over by WWE creative where they start something and stop it and then start something else and then stop it and then put her in a tag team and then put her in another tag team and then put her in another tag team and then it looked like they were about to put her in another tag team. And now all of a sudden, boom, one night she changes everything. She wins money in the bank. She beats Ronda Rousey to win the Clean. SmackDown Women's Championship. Well, 
as clean as can be. I mean, yeah, she, she was tweaked. There was part of me that that started holding my breath after Carmella attacked uh, Bianca Belair earlier in the night. I think that was done as a as a major swerve. Like, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. No, that was done as uh, Vince's. Let's replay a pay per view the next the next night or two nights later. That's gonna uh, be. I would see, and we'll talk about that. I would seriously doubt. And it's not a knock on Carmella. I would seriously doubt if Carmella and Bianca is the match at SummerSlam again. No, no, no. It's going to be Monday Night Raw. Probably. They'll probably do it. They'll probably announce a rematch. Because Vince, love, Vince loves his pay-per-view rematches on Raw. So I don't care. That's fine. If you want to do that, I don't care. I honestly don't care. Because right now I'm looking about what what else are you going to set up for SummerSlam? Nah, SummerSlam's going to be Becky somehow. Uh, I, I think so. Uh, and that's part of the and that's part of my issue with with the Money in the Bank match last night. Because it the match was okay. I think there were some sloppy. Spots. It was a little sloppy. Something didn't click um, between the seven women that were that were in that match. A lot and, of people targeting Shotzi on that too. Yeah. Um, again, I just I don't know. I don't know what it was. A lot of spots didn't click. Um, I think Raquel had a sloppy night last night uh, yeah. as well. Uh, there were some spots where you know she was just seemed to be a little bit out of place didn't quite i i don't know if it was nerves or, or what it was but something was just off in that match but it was still a fun match my my issue was the booking of it period because we now come out of that match with okay Liv morgan's a smackdown women's champion and we'll get back to her in a minute but where does everybody else go there was no real outside of Becky putting Asuka through a ladder. There was really no other storyline progression or any kind of setup anywhere because you could have done something where, you know, Alexa was the one who cost Becky the, the, the spot again and set up a feud with them heading into SummerSlam. They didn't do that. Those two barely even touched gloves in this match. Yeah, there was nothing that set up any storylines moving forward, and now it's like everybody's got a clean slate, and it's all like, okay, where do we go from here? Well, even, even Liv Morgan for that fact, because now she's going over to new SmackDown. brand. Yeah, I think I think she's gonna probably. I I, I almost guarantee it that she's gonna face Charlotte and get a key win, a key tie, a, a key. A God, I hope so. God, I hope so. No, because the Meltzer of Wrestling Observer. Hmm? has already reported out there that it's it's going to be Liv Morgan and Ronda Rousey one-on-one at SummerSlam, which does not give me a whole lot of confidence here because when it comes to focusing on Liv Morgan specifically, yes, they finally gave her her moment last night. But if if this ends a month later, it doesn't mean anything. No, and Dave's wrong a lot, so. I mean, he <laughs> is, he is, but I mean, I, I almost think Ronda's gonna take a break. And if it if it ain't after summer, so I figured it'd be right away. <laughs> um that's why she got pinned so quickly and clean. I granted she had a you know playing on the, the, the leg injury, but uh Liv rolled her up pretty quick and you don't get that out of Ronda too often. So no. I honestly don't expect I, I I mean I could be wrong, but I don't expect Ronda to be at SummerSlam now at this point. That oh, told, that does. way the way that she got pinned there told me she's done for a little bit. No, I, I don't even think that. Um all right. Well then if Ronda's at SummerSlam, I think Charlotte screws her. I think Charlotte comes back to screw her at SummerSlam then. I, I would hope because again, it's this is all about what is done moving forward now. Because if you look at last year's money in the bank winners. Mm-hmm. Everybody's thrilled for Nikki SH. She cashes in the next night. And then what happens? Oh, boy. Like, what happens? She has a month-long story, basically. A month and a half. Her matches were great. I thought she had fantastic matches with Charlotte. It's hard to believe that was a year ago. Right? Okay. So she, she debuts as new character. She wins money in the bank. And then, like, the entire story at the time was her trying to prove that she deserves the championship that she currently has. And then at the end of the story... She loses it like she loses it in her first real big defense to Charlotte at at SummerSlam. So it's like, OK, what was the point of all of that? And then you look at where Nikki is now on the card, much better than where she is now chasing around 24 seven titles and, and constantly getting beat and everything. Her her elevation did not last long. Hopefully, a, hopefully a tag team that eventually pans out with with two drop. I mean, they always tease that do drop wants to get that 
gimmick off of her and yet they still haven't done that yet so. no, they just changed her to a black suit so now she's like you know evil yeah. spider-man right like she, it's that, like luchas luchasaurus you know but right put, oh dude by the way that slate black looks so clean so oh. clean. I, I love that slate black look for luchasaurus but i almost part- was like ditch the gimmick with luchasaurus but it could work I, I almost was like just go to and- Jude go to judas man go go back to judas man i i, I thought they would just go back to judas with uh him how being the heavy dare you how dare you try to rob me of my luchasaurus you man yeah but he's healed now so i, I i'm full i'm all I'm, I'm all on board come on there's yeah baby face dinosaur come on screw barney give me the t-rex from jurassic park right <laughs> but regardless so you look at Nikki A.S.H., long-term, that really didn't mean anything, even though she had a great two-month stretch there where she was the face of the Raw Women's Division and she had some banger matches, did not elevate her positioning on the card. Big E, great. They made the right choice putting the briefcase on him last year. Yep. Didn't have the briefcase as long as I think a lot of people would like, but still, he cashes in. He wins the WWE Championship. He's a fantastic ambassador for the company. And then, boom, all of a sudden, it takes one pay-per-view by the way his title run was was basically squashed with with survivor series being where it is because he got one good defense over drew mcintyre then he loses clean as a sheet to roman reigns at survivor series and then day one rolls around brock lesnar's uh, or roman reigns is out oh well now we got a book brock to win the wwe championship and then biggie is immediately relegated back to well let's move him over to smackdown for nothing and put him as part of the new day and then, you know, history, we know what it was that happened with Biggie, and we hope he makes a recovery. So, again, even his positioning really wasn't elevated a whole lot, even though he was everywhere and a fantastic ambassador for the company. That money in the bank cash-in ultimately ended up meaning not a whole lot in the in the grand scheme of things, considering where Biggie was before he got hurt on the card. He was like, hey, here we are. We're back right in the new day, right where right where we were. So while it's great that Nikki won that and she was a women's champion because she deserved it, and same with Big E with the WWE champion, and he deserved it. The end of the day, we're still right back to where we were a, a year ago, where yep. it's it's still Brock, it's still Roman, it's still you know Ronda and Charlotte and Becky, and those are the big five, and Seth is in there too. And now you add Cody, and again, we're back to square one where we were. But now Liv Morgan is the SmackDown women's champion coming out of money in the bank. What is next for her? That's all it is. That's what's the follow-up because you have a chance to really get behind Liv Morgan and push her as a big champion and create another big baby face, which by the way, they really needed on SmackDown. That's what I love about this. And yeah. I think they went ahead and pulled the trigger with this because without Sasha and Naomi, they realized they needed something. <laughs> they needed to shake things up on Friday night. They needed to bring in somebody that the audience was invested in outside yeah. of Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Because you look at that six-pack women's challenge to determine the, the, the challenger for Ronda Rousey at Money in the Bank. Nobody was interested in anybody in that match, no. whether they were heels or whether they were fresh baby faces that they just hadn't had a chance to get invested in like Ra- Raquel Rodriguez. Nobody cared about anybody in that match. The fans care about Liv Morgan. So they have a chance here to build something around Liv Morgan. But man, if they just feed her to Ronda Rousey or they feed her to Charlotte and we're right back to Ronda and Charlotte after 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 SummerSlam, what's the point in all of this again? Yeah, I mean the way you the way you got to book this is if 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 Ronda indeed is coming back and, and not taking a break, you have her beat Ronda at at SummerSlam and uh whatever pay-per-view you got coming up between then and survivor series you ever beat you ever beat charlotte that way you got two major defenses under your belt then going forward it's not going to matter when you lose the title because you had a a solidified title reign by beating a hall of famer in charlotte and probably i'm sure ronda's going to go in the hall of fame as well down the line then you probably have her lose it to a bailey at survivor series you know but but if as long as you have those two title defenses it's not really going to hurt Liv at all to lose to Bailey. Right. Um, I mean, I would almost prefer if Bailey comes back and is Liv's first challenger because I know Bailey would do the job for Liv Morgan. And now, and now that Liv is on SmackDown, maybe the plan is to switch Bailey to Raw. Who knows? I mean, it, it's going to be interesting to see. But and that—that's my hope for Liv is that now she's on SmackDown, she's going to have the opportunity to really shine because she was lost in the shuffle on Raw. That yeah. roster is so deep. She was probably the fourth or fifth highest ranked babyface 
on Raw. She instantly becomes the number two over on SmackDown with Sasha and, and Naomi gone. So that gives me hope that they have plans for her. But if she is, if, if Dave's right and she's going one-on-one with Ronda Rousey, I don't see how they give her that win over Ronda Rousey, especially if the plan is eventually to lead to Becky and, and Ronda again at WrestleMania 39. Like Ronda is taking a lot of hits. Like a lot of the mystique around that match is already gone because the mystique for that match was Becky's the only one who's beaten Ronda Rousey and it wasn't even a clean win. Yeah. She didn't even beat her. That's gone now. That that was gone at yeah. WrestleMania when Charlotte beat her with a boot. Yeah, that that that's true there. But I mean the money in the bank is not anything with that because she was already hurt. And but if Liv goes out there and beats Ronda clean, that's great for Liv, but what does it do for your top yeah. women's match at WrestleMania 39? That's where I think a Becky might screw her or a Charlotte might screw her. I don't I, know. I think that would make the most sense, right? Is to lay the the lay it in motion. If I loved when Liv's music hit and they were zoomed in on Rhonda and she goes, Oh shit. shit. Yeah. <laughs> that was so good. That was a great reaction from her. I think if the plan is for Liv to drop this belt quickly at SummerSlam, oh. I hope it's not. God, no. I really do hope that it is Becky that calls. I'm afraid that's the old. That's the only storyline that makes sense is once again, Becky was reaching up for the for the briefcase. She thought she knocked Liv off. Liv is able to put her foot on the top rope and kick the ladder back up, which was a fantastic. That was beautiful. Move, by the way. Yeah, that is so easy to screw up. You don't even know. And in that oh, moment, she delivered. She, it. she delivered. And if she messed that up, how does Becky not grab the briefcase? Right. Right. So like that. That was absolutely a perfect spot for Liv and she pulled it off flawlessly if, if you if, if Becky if you, comes out at SummerSlam and costs Liv the match and gives the belt to Ronda Rousey then that kind of sets up everything in motion because then Becky can get drafted to to SmackDown in in the fall and then all of a sudden now you can set up Ronda and and Becky and I'm or, sure in there as well but or I don't want Liv to lose or um you you, you got you get the the match we all expect at SummerSlam with Bianca and Becky, where Bianca rectifies what happened at SummerSlam a year ago and beats Becky, and Becky just goes nuts and costs Ronda Rousey the, the match. She ain't even focused on Liv. She just costs Ronda the match, and that's that kind of sets a... And you don't even have to move her to any, uh, any brand. You can always bring her over to whatever brand Ronda's on, or you do move her, move them to the same brand in the draft. You, know, you don't really have to think about it, even though we, we thought about that with the men's money in the bank match. You don't have to think about it. There's three great stories out here, but yeah. uh, we'll you don't talk, even. We'll, we'll talk he, more about SummerSlam coming up here in, in a few minutes. And, you know, we'll talk uh, uh, more about, you know, uh, the, the fallout from last night. Again, a lot of blank slates there. But you don't have to think about it with with Becky and Ronda. You can just make it happen regardless of what brand they're on. I don't and like that, though, because that's the kind of booking that got us into the situation with Roman and Brock at SummerSlam, where they're just like, oh, here's Brock F5. Boom. There's our main event of SummerSlam six weeks away. Now yeah. we don't have to do any damn thing about it. I don't yeah. like that idea of thinking. Well, that was a lot oh, of we Rand, just Randy book getting it hurt. It's fine. We're done. We're lazy. All right. We don't have to do anything else. Right? That was a lot of Randy getting hurt, but. They probably, could have, they probably could have been a little more creative with that than Brock, but. You think? Regardless. Great night for Liv Morgan. I'm happy she finally got that moment. WWE is great about making moments. Not always great about following up on said moments. Everybody remembers when Rey Mysterio won the World Heavyweight Championship at WrestleMania. Nobody remembers just how terrible his run as world champion was. I'm going to enjoy every second that Liv Morgan has that belt on her shoulder, just like I did with Nikki A.S.H., and I just hope it lasts a little bit longer than Nikki's because yeah. she absolutely 100% deserves to be elevated out of this and not just, here's a belt, here's a nice reward for all your hard work, and then a month later, we're going to put it right back on one of our faves, and then you're going to be right back to where you were. Right on cue, Bailey tweeting out right now a picture of Waldo. Where's Waldo? She's coming back sooner rather than later. All right. I've been I've been putting this off. It just ticks me off. Austin Theory loses the United States Championship <laughs> last night to Bobby Lashley, uh, which made a lot of people very, very happy. But Las Vegas pro Bobby Lashley crowd. Yeah. 
pro Bobby Lashley crowd. Let's yeah. be honest. Bobby Very. Lashley probably should I think be every back. city's been pro Bobby Lashley lately. He's been on fire. Yeah. Almost like maybe he should be the guy that's fighting Roman Reigns at SummerSlam. Oh. Almost. Maybe. Possibly. Could have been a great option. Probably was an option considering they had Lashley hold up a replica WWE championship at whatever pay-per-view that was. Hell in a Cell. I did not realize uh, Corbin attacked McAfee when the show oh, was yeah. here. This is what happens when you go out and you do karaoke after the show and get hammered. You don't, you know, focus yeah. on what happens after. Didn't get yeah. hammered, but if I got I hammered, I wouldn't, Look, I wouldn't I got hammered after theory one. Right? <laughs> I wouldn't oh, be yeah. here if I got hammered. <laughs> yes, that matchup has been made official for for SummerSlam. Uh, it's it be- is official. Uh, Corbin and Pat McAfee is going to be official. Could we see Austin Theory cash in? on either Brock Lesnar or Roman Reigns. And then look, my, my biggest issue, I have a lot of issues. My biggest one, I think, is they completely telegraphed it. The way that they oh. decided to do it, you knew the second that he was introduced, he was winning the match. Yep. He was winning the match. None, none of that made sense if he doesn't win the match. To, make, to, get, to do the pomp and the circumstance. And again, I go back to Vince McMahon at WrestleMania calling him a future world champion. He does not say that unless he's going to try to make it happen. My issue is I think he's trying to make it happen too soon. If Theory won money in the bank next year, I don't think I'd care as much. This just seems too soon for him. They should have continued his United States title win. They should have kind of racked some things up, continued to build him up down the line, maybe give him a win. Uh, over John Cena, if this was their way of elevating theory to make him look more on par with John Cena whenever they do wrestle, I think it's a waste of the money in the bank briefcase. I really do, especially when you look at the other options that were on the table that we ran down earlier. Seth Rollins beating Roman Reigns, setting up another match for Cody Rhodes when he returns after he wins the Royal Rumble. Better. Sami Zayn. Winning it to squash the contract. Months go by. He's constantly getting frustrated and and mistreated and misused by the bloodline. Finally says, F you guys, cashes in, beats Roman Reigns' opponent, captures the WWE Universal Championship for the first time in his career. Better. Riddle, stalking, avenging his fallen comrade and and Randy Orton. Better. I would have taken Mad Cat Moss, honestly, over Austin Theory. This just seems so rushed. Just so, uh, we don't know what we want to do. I don't know. This seemed like Vince was going down with all the, all of his options in the match and just went, nah, screw these guys. Let's go ahead and just put it on theory. Let's just, let's just, nothing matters. Let's add him to the match. He's my boy. I'm fully behind him. He's our Mr. Money in the bank. That's it. That's what this screams to me is like, all right, Cody's out. Screw all these other guys. Let's just go with, let's just go with my guy. I mean, at the very least, Vince probably would have thought, hey, let's put it on Rollins. And and then when Cody comes back, screw, you know, Cody screws him. Um, Like I said, I was like, well, the people I want to win were Liv and Sammy. People I expected to win were Seth and Becky. And none of that happened except for Liv, which is amazing. <laughs> Of all those three, th- uh, four things uh, that I wanted or that I predicted, only live happened. And um, God, it makes no sense. I mean, I expected Theory to lose because A, it was the only believable title that was going to change hands that night. And B, the match with Cena doesn't need to have a title at all for it. And, um, I think the only reason why Theory won it now is so he could use the briefcase to hit Cena with and win the match. I think he's going to cash in and lose, to be honest with you. Um, I think I he's... Think you need that to happen every once in a while. You need to put it on a guy who's going to lose it. But, I mean, you look at what that did for guys like Sandow and Corbin, not a <laughs> whole lot. But maybe Theory is a guy who yeah. will decide... I mean, Corbin's on TV every week, so you're on tv every week you're you're doing yeah, something no right. he, he's the total pros pro as far as we's concerned he's going to do whatever you know they they want him to do and he's going to do it with, with with flying colors and you know he's getting a big match with pat mcafee at SummerSlam. so i mean he might not mm-hmm. be a guy who ever wins a world championship like i think he could have been 
Oh, I think he will eventually. It, it'll probably be a one time, maybe two times at most. But I, I still think he's getting punished for being the most pushed guy on on Monday Night Raw as uh, you know that authority figurehead. And uh, I don't, I don't think w, I think at that point, you know, with everybody wanting him to basically get fired <laughs> and kicked off of television, I kind of think WWE might be like, yeah, maybe he's not a guy we need to. Which I don't. Which is the main focus. Which I don't know why that was even a sentiment. He's like the best pure heel they've got so uh, i guess if you're hating him i guess he's doing his job well yeah exactly but well then you get those people who are sitting there saying oh well, that's not heat that's go away heat that's get off my tv heat murmur 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 in my book booze or booze man yeah, he's doing his job then <laughs> in my book booze or booze i i just have a hard time wrapping my mind around theory being you know the guy Again, it just seems rushed. It just seems rushed on a lot of levels. I don't think this was his year to do it. I think this was finally the year to pull it on Sammy to do something fun. They had a chance, man, to go wire to wire, doing incredibly fun things that the crowd would like. And this pretty much was like Vince saying, hey, look, I'll give you all of this stuff, hmm. but I'm getting mine. I'm getting mine. Theory's my guy. And now the question is, well, Let's go ahead and ask the question as we dive into the five count here. It's time to answer the five count on the Believe Podcast Network. Number one, when and where does Austin Theory make his cash and attempt with his newly won money in the bank briefcase? Where do we think? When do we think? Who do we think? How do we think? It's going to be a while because it's not going to be on Brock or Roman. It has to be a while. Yeah, it has to be. Gonna, he's not ready. He's not ready. Gonna, it's probably gonna be on. It's probably gonna be on Cody. Uh, down the line, uh, Cody's probably gonna beat Roman for the title at WrestleMania. I think Roman's probably at this point. At this point, who's gonna beat Roman right now? It's gonna be Cody at WrestleMania. So I, I still think they want to do Roman and Rock. At WrestleMania, I think that's what they want to do. I don't yeah. know. Plan. Okay, you can, never, you can never plan to have The Rock be there because of his schedule, but let's just assume that that's the plan. I yeah. think Seth is the guy that will beat Roman. I just don't know when and where because you don't. If the plan is to come back and have Cody win the WWE Championship, you don't have Seth Rollins attack him unless you're planning on having him be the guy who beats Seth Rollins, or he's going to be involved in, with Seth Rollins. And but he beat Seth four. three times already. I understand that. Well, guess what? WWE is going to beat that into the ground. They're going to make it a best of seven and Cody's going to get the clean sweep. I agree with you. I think Cody, I don't know how they get there because they had the easy route there. WWE hardly ever takes the easy route unless it's for their people, but they had the easy route of putting the briefcase on Rollins. Rollins cashes in. He wins. You got to show blah, blah. Everything's great. Well, remember, he wins the Royal Rumble. He beats Seth at WrestleMania. I don't know how they get there. Remember? I, yes. Go ahead. WrestleMania is two nights. Roman could that. wrestle both nights. No way in hell they're doing that. Oh, he could. No he way could, in hell. He, he could main event both nights. No he way. He could main event against Cody no. night one and Rock night two. If they get Roman and Rock on the books, I guarantee you Roman is not wrestling between Royal Rumble and WrestleMania because they are not going to risk <laughs> an injury to Roman Reigns before that match. They're not doing it. There's no way. Yet he's doing a last him. man standing match at SummerSlam. I, exactly. There's no way in hell they are going to risk that close that night before they get this. Could you imagine they do that? Cody, and I know Cody's a safe worker, but shit happens, right? All it takes is one bad tweak and all oh, shit. Roman just tore his ACL and now he can't wrestle the rock and night too. No way they're happy. No way they would do that. That would be so dumb of them to do that. I, I get, I get the theatrics of it, but here's the thing. The other thing is let's say Roman comes out of it clean. Okay, you booked Cody to win the title on night one. You just had Roman lose night one, and now he's gonna fight Rock night two yeah. unless Rock unless Rock costs him the match. But that would that would hinder or Cody. Or if uh some somehow Cody uh gets back and gets in the title picture before Mania, but again, they're on different brands. So but again, the, the title is can go is dual way. branded so i think at could... some point this year seth rollins is winning the championship i don't know how i don't know when i don't know where i don't know why maybe it's theory who you think he's taking it off roman then here's my idea because i don't want it to be 
Cody winning the championship, right? I don't want it to be Cody winning the championship and Theory cashing in on him. Because that would be such a... a well, again, I think Theory's going to fail. I think Theory's going to fail. Whatever. So here's what happens. Theory tries to cash in during a match between Rollins and Reigns. And Rollins beats Theory and wins the championship. That would be how I book it. That's how I would book it. I would wait for Survivor Series, right? We don't. We can't do world champion versus world champion because they're both on the same guy. So Roman's not going to sit there in the middle of the ring and play with himself, all right? They're not going to book that <laughs> match. So you book Rollins and Reigns, main event of SummerSlam. Theory comes down to cash in. He makes it a triple threat match, and Rollins beats Theory to win the championship, thus still protecting Roman Reigns, thus setting up Cody and Rollins for after Cody, come back, Cody comes back and wins the Royal Rumble. That can be your match for the WWE Championship night one. Cody wins. Everybody's happy. You get Roman and Rock night two. Vince is happy. Everybody wins. That's my guess. If it ain't that, Rollins gets the belt some other way. Cody wins at WrestleMania. And then Theory cashes in and ruins what should be a really, really great moment. Why? Because fuck you. That's why that would be Vince McMahon's well, mindset on that. No, that was what happened last night. So, Absolutely. Number two. Alleged new Edge vignette last night sets the IWC on fire, gets Bray Wyatt trending. Did you fall for it? Because I sure as hell did. Hook, line, yeah. I got so excited. I didn't even watch what was in my screen. I just saw the flashing lights, and darkness, and the and the, the sound effects, and I'm going, what? What's going on here? Because that sure <laughs> as hell looked like a Bray Wyatt promo last night. Or vignette, excuse I, me. I did it first for five minutes, and then Robert yes. D. Felice showed me the way. Yeah, well, then I watched it again, and then you see the, okay, there are the Dudley glasses. There's the, the Hardy Boys armbands. There's a Kurt Angle medal there. There's a Latino Heat license plate. That ain't Bray Wyatt. No, no way in hell that's Bray Wyatt. And then Fightful Select comes out and reports that it's it's meant for Edge. Everybody um, thought it was Gable then. I'm like, well, what's, yeah, everybody what's the other stuff? Metal and was like, oh, it's Gable Stevenson. I'm like, that makes no damn sense. That makes about as much sense as turning Parker Bordeaux into Harlan. And we all saw how well that worked out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm. This honestly pissed me off last night because I, I can't remember a time where I was more excited watching wrestling than when that then yet first aired. And I didn't realize what I had just watched. Hmm. I'm sending tweets out. I'm sending messages out. I'm losing my ever-loving mind thinking that Bray Wyatt is coming back to WWE because this is something I want more than anything in the world as far as WWE is concerned. And I, it's something that I think WWE really needs to do is to bring back Bray Wyatt if they can get him to come back. Yeah. But when I found out it was for Edge, I'm sitting here and I'm going, why? The guy's been gone. For three damn weeks. He just got taken out with a concerto three weeks ago. We all know he was going to have to be repackaged in some way, shape, or form, but you're giving him this kind of vignette, this spooky darkness vignette stuff, which doesn't make sense because, by the way, he got booted from the Judgment Day because he didn't want to go supernatural with the Judgment Day, but you're giving him another spooky angle here anyway. Something's not adding up here. The theme, the tone of this vignette screamed Bray Wyatt. I think they knew what they were doing. They got Bray Wyatt trending on Twitter last night. Oh, yeah. And then when it turned out it was just Edge, I'm like, this makes no damn sense. Edge has been gone for three weeks. Why are you running a vignette like he's been gone for nine months? This felt pointless last night. This felt genuinely and purposefully misleading. Yeah. Yeah, it's like those... those, uh... It's like those promos. Every time Jericho would return and reinvent himself, you'd always see these crazy promos, like the one with the kids and, and things like that. And yeah, but he was gone for months. He was gone for months. And he's been gone three weeks. <laughs> what are we doing? Meanwhile, you haven't done shit with the Judgment Day since they took Edge out. Nope. They were on main event, and then apparently that didn't air. Probably because <sighs> of all the backlash. I was, at, I was in attendance Well, that's for why that. we're getting that match tonight. I that's why we're getting back. That's why we're getting Judgment Day and the Mysterios tonight on Raw. I was in attendance for that too, man. I, I set Twitter on fire when I took that picture. Was it at least a good match? Yeah. Okay. It was funny though because Edge's voice was still in their damn theme. You think you know me? 
No, yep. apparently we don't. I fell for this hook, line, and sinker. It was my own damn fault. I felt like such an idiot after, you know, watching everybody kind of pick it apart. That's why I shouldn't rush. I shouldn't rush. I never should just lesson learned, everybody. Don't hit send right away. <laughs> Focus on the on on the details first and then make an actual educated opinion and not just go off the spooky sounds and camera cuts. I was looking at my phone. I wasn't even paying attention. I had to rewind it during the entrances of rewinding on peacock is such a bitch yeah i did i rewound it during the natalia ronda entrance because i was like i ain't gonna miss anything on the entrance <laughs> or no they were doing the they were Video doing the the vignette of yeah. setting up to it so i'm like i ain't gonna miss anything there so yeah i hit rewind and rewatched it after that because i wasn't paying attention the first time <sighs> we'll see where this goes but yeah no it was definitely a Bit of a heartbreaker for me last night when I realized this was for Edge. And I love Edge. I'm an Edge head. This sucked last night. Number three, WWE making uh, worldwide headlines this week when they signed Logan Paul to a contract. No guest appearance. Logan Paul to a contract. He's going to be there. Looks like he's going to be fighting Miz at SummerSlam. Is a good or a bad move to bring in Logan Paul as a, not a full-time performer, but at least a part-time performer? Well, when it comes to business sense and money it's absolutely the great move because of his reach on social media it's it's brilliant then you look at what he did at wrestlemania and he performed very well so you put two and two together and it's a no-brainer i'm surprised that he signed a contract i figured obviously he's not going to be there 300 days a year no he ain't going on the road no 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 um but obviously he's going to be there more than we expect now because he's signing a contract. But I think it's an absolutely great move on the business sense and the wrestling sense because uh, it's good for the the pocketbook at WWE. But it, again, he he performed very well in his tag match with with Miz. So he he was a natural, yeah, absolute natural. I was there in person in Dallas watching that tag team match. He was an absolute natural. He had that crowd eating out of the palm of his hands. He didn't really even do anything. He didn't really do anything outlandish in that match. Uh, nice little frog splash. Chain, little about chain, it. frog splash, which, by the way, did the Eddie thing off the top rope, really soaked it in. It was his pacing. Man, his first big match on a huge stage like that, and he owned it. He yeah. owned the circle. He owned the crowd. He wasn't rushing. He was soaking everything in. He was generating nuclear heat. He got people to cheer the Miz. He <laughs> got say, people to cheer the Miz. Some say it was better than Bad Bunny. I don't know. <clears throat> I no, I wouldn't say that. I, no. I was there in attendance for both. Bad Bunny yeah. absolutely stole that show, um, especially from a wrestling standpoint. But yeah. I would say Logan had a very, 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 very good performance. Yeah. And this, look, he took to this like a duck to water. He's got the, the then there's the business side that you broke down. This is a good move all around. I am worried that it could turn into a bad move because I know WWE and they don't like to make sense. <laughs> they who's going to be the baby face between Miz it has to be Miz. And, it has to be right. Unless you're but piping that shit in. Unless he's you're piping. He's been a total dick leading up to this with everything that he's done, you know, in, with, with uh, Mustafa Ali and, and all the other guys that he's been feuding with in the last few weeks. He has been a, a heel all over yeah. again. They should have had him be a baby face all damn summer long after he gave the skull crushing finale to, to Logan Paul. That he, got a, he got a pop for that. Yes. <laughs> That you can't uh, just turn him babyface on the drop unless they're going to use Logan Paul to turn him babyface. I think they're going to try to force feed Logan as a babyface, and it ain't going to work. And that's when it's going to turn into a bad move. And they're then they're going to have to pipe in all the shit, you know. Just like with Ronda Rousey. All right, I know Ronda Rousey gets a big pop from the casuals because she's Ronda Rousey and what she did in UFC, and that's great. Ronda Rousey's a heel. She's a yeah. natural heel. Charlotte Flair's a heel. She's a natural heel. All right. Logan Paul is a natural heel. Don't have him come out there and try to be. You know, remember when you tried to make him a baby face when he first showed up? That all oh, Logan Paul, he's got a great social media following. Everybody's going to love him. Boo the shit out of him. Anytime he gets punched, 
They cheer like it's Becky Lynch slapping the shit out of Charlotte Flair. Again, Miz had the pop of the night when he put that skull crushing finale on. He him. has got to be a heel. This is a good move, but it's going to be a bad idea. Yeah. I like Miz as a baby face too. I mean, he can be a great baby. Obviously, he's a natural heel. He is. But it's always refreshing from time to time when he's a baby face. So, uh, you know, and, and I think Miz is one of those guys that is going to be able to figure it out and uh, and do well in it because, I mean, that guy's a first ballot Hall of Famer. No matter what JBL says when he got there, I mean, this guy has done it all and has been an ambassador for WWE and he's been able to do everything. You know, I, I I wish he would have had a longer title run with his second title, but um, uh, even, that was done so purposefully and so wonderfully because it wasn't about Miz. It yeah. was a reward for Miz for all the work that he's done, but that was yeah. all about setting up Bobby Lashley, and he played sure. his role uh, perfectly. True. We'll True. see what Bobby Lashley has coming up here in about four or five weeks or so. He has I'm curious. Guy. I'm he curious. United States champion. We'll see who is. Hey, but here's the thing, man. Look at SummerSlam down or Survivor Series down the road. If they do any kind of like brand versus brand battle for supremacy type stuff, we could be on the horizon of Gunther versus Lashley. <laughs> Sign me the hell up for that meat bump and fantastic fast fest, please. <laughs> Holy shit. But let's look at SummerSlam. All right. We got reported four matches set in stone. Some of the some of these have already been announced, but Roman Brock, we know that's going down. Logan Miz, we know that's going down. Corbin McAfee made official last night. Morgan and Ronda reported by Dave Meltzer. That's going to be the match. Bomb-ass Corbin, by the way. Bomb-ass Corbin. Could be getting Usos and Street Profits, who had the match of the night. I'm not Give a guy. Who, me I'm, a ladder match. Yeah, take it. Bomb Can't have a shoulder up on a ladder match. Absolutely. Even yeah. though we just had two of them last night, give me another one. I don't care. Force-feed me that shit. Um... Look, Usos and the Prophets last night had the match of the night. It's yep. not even a question. I have never felt qualified enough to give a match a star rating. That was a five star match last night. I don't care if 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 Meltzer gives it anything less than that. Bias ass motherfucker. All right, that's Man. what I'm, I'm gonna call him out for. That that is, was a five star classic last night. Man, those two dudes had Vegas eaten out of the palm of their hands. Tremendous showing for Montez. Tremendous showing for uh, Angelo Dawkins. Usos at the top of their game. False finishes that were absolutely insane. Moves that were incredible. Angelo Dawkins is not getting enough credit for his athleticism. Ooh. Man, that landing on his feet. On fire. Landing on his feet on a tope suicida. That, that match on fire last night. That, Give that, me that again at SummerSlam. But that, that pounce into the belly to back was my favorite spot. Like that, before. that was my favorite spot of the match was that pounce into the belly to back. Oh, that was so good. So good. <laughs> So let's just go ahead and add Usos and Profits again. So that's five matches for some. Give me a ladder match on that. Yep. Number four here, outside of those five that we just talked about, that which clearly seems to be set in stone. What's one match that needs to be added to the SummerSlam card for you? Edge and Priest. I would almost think it would have to be Edge and Balor at this point, wouldn't it? Priest's the guy that attacked him, though. Uh, though that's Edge him. or though Balor probably called the shot. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you probably got to do Balor, and that would. I mean, either you can't go wrong either way. Both of those matches are going to be damn, damn good. Um, <sighs> there is part of me that would like to see Priest get that spot and get the win, to be completely honest with you. He needs it. That's yeah. the thing. This whole thing with Judgment Day, it only works. The whole kicking Edge out only works if Judgment Day goes over on Edge. But would WWE do that? Yeah. And and give me KO and Elrod. Give me that. <sighs> We got robbed of it last week. I, I like your idea of sticking with the judgment day, and I'm going to go with that as well. It has, to, <laughs> it has to be. I'm focusing on another member of judgment day. It has got to be Bianca and Rhea. It has to be Bianca yeah. and Rhea at SummerSlam. You can, you can do this one more rematch with Carmella and Bianca tonight. If you really want to, maybe they've but, already announced that at some point yeah. today. Rhea, you... that, that match was sorely missed last night. I thought Carmella had a great showing. But that match needs to happen. It needs to be Rhea and Bianca. I would love it if coming out of SummerSlam this year, we had Rhea and Liv as our champions coming out of uh, out of SummerSlam 
as opposed to what happened last year when it was Becky and Charlotte, right? And then that would be your Survivor Series match, too. But do you... That was the other thing about Liv cashing in so quick last night. Wouldn't it have made a hell of a lot more sense for Rhea to get that shot, beat Bianca, and then have Liv cash in on Rhea? Yeah. That would have made so much more sense. But I thought they rushed randomly packing Ronda Rousey. I thought they rushed Rhea. And at first I thought that was why they I thought it was a kayfabe injury because they realized they rushed you know that, what? that title match too the, soon. That might have been the plan last night. Was Could've for been. Rhea to beat Bianca and then have Liv cash in on Rhea. That might have been the plan for what was gonna supposed to happen last night. And my and thought was Yeah, because my thought was Ronda's going on, you know, she really hasn't had a vacation since having her kid no since having her kid well yeah she had her kid she came back four months after that you know you never really get a vacation once you have kids by the way it's true uh though i wouldn't know um i'm going going four years running okay so i figured i figured this was just the time for her to step away which is why they did what they did that's why i don't think it's going to be a SummerSlam match to be honest with you but who knows it it could be but dave appears to know they, they 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 rushed Rhea into that title picture with Judgment Day, and it kind of bit him because she got hurt. I yeah. honestly thought you do you do Bianca and Becky at SummerSlam, and then you have Rhea win at Clash at the Castle. That was my original plan all along. Now that Rhea got hurt, maybe that's the plan. Now I, I almost still think they do Becky and Bianca. So they Bianca has to erase that, in my opinion. I, but obviously that's a story that hey we had many stories that could have been told with uh, any three people that could have won money in the bank and they didn't do that so they probably ain't gonna go with I, that I, story either here's the thing man like i don't i know they want to do becky and bianca at another pay-per-view again another big stadium i don't think they have to do it. you could hold it off for clash of castle if you really want to but i'm saying i'm saying SummerSlam just because of the 26 second thing last year yeah, but she already she already did that she already got yeah. her one up on her she beat her at wrestlemania you mean yeah. WrestleMania? That that's over. As far as I'm concerned, that's over. You don't need to set up Becky and Bianca again, even though it would be a banger unless Bianca beats her in 13 seconds. Which what do you what do you do with like what do you do with Riddle and KO? I, maybe KO still does Ezekiel all the way to SummerSlam, but what do you do with Riddle now at SummerSlam? Uh, uh Rollins. Yeah, Riddle and Rollins. Seems to be the the safe bet there. KO. Yeah, I'm not sure. I think his Ezekiel's probably staying like yeah. that. that they're they're, 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 they're going to stretch that out all the way to SummerSlam. Hey, if we get my I quit match, take it. I'll I'll take it. It's it's. I mean, but he's also hurt right now. Who knows when he's coming back? On paper, that was a crap idea with Ezekiel and Kevin Owens and Chad Gable and Otis and Ezekiel have made that into a gold feud. So what is wrong with Owens, by the way? No idea. Okay. He is legitimately hurt. Yep. He just doesn't hate Texas. It's not just that he does not hate Texas. That was hilarious tweet, though. One other match Um, that I would love to add to SummerSlam real quick before we move on to our our, our final question here. Give me Alexa and Becky. Like, I wish they would have set something up with those two last night, but that is a rivalry that I really, really want to see be revisited because, again, and I've said this ad nauseum over the last couple of weeks, hoping that one of those two would come out with a briefcase is that that rivalry was so good back in 2016, 2017, 2018. And those two women are so much better now than they were back then. Yeah. I want to see 2022 Alexa and 2022 Becky go at one another. Give me Gunther and Madcap Moss. Sure. I'll watch Madcap Moss. I think that that could be a sleeper. Good match. (sighs) Give me. The only problem I have with this is that they're both heels, but give me Seamus and Gunther hmm. or Drew McIntyre. You could ease Drew, Seamus and Gunther for the IC title in a triple threat match at SummerSlam. You could easily turn the brawling brutes face, though. Sure it, that It's not hard to do with those guys. Pat McAfee loves them. Fight night. Pat McAfee loves everybody. Pat sure. McAfee gets hyped for everybody. Here's I love Pat McAfee. One. Here's though. one other one outside of the box real quick before we move on. Gunther versus Xavier Woods for the Intercontinental Championship. That'd be badass. That'd be badass. badass. All right. My God. My God. Let's keep the titles on him and Lashley to Survivor Series. Because Please. that would be a banger. Please. 
please, for the love of Jesus, please. Ooh. All right, closing out the show. What do we make of maximum male models? Max Dupree, Monsois, and whatever the hell they rename Mace. Masse. Masse. I didn't hate it. Because <laughs> I don't hate anything that Sean Ricker does. Yeah. Um God, I don't know. This was <sighs> I, I have never seen quite a reaction to this on Twitter. It felt like Night at the Roxbury. I I, I was gone or I know was I no. I wasn't gone. Um it'd been a long week. Uh some stressful news. And I slept, I fell asleep pretty early on Friday. So I didn't watch SmackDown uh, till Saturday afternoon. Uh, so I did not see the Twitter live reaction to this. So were they, were they crapping on it? It, there, it was such a mixed reaction. Really? There were, so, people, who, there were people who, who obviously hated it and, and all the usual characters, you know, from the, from, you know, um, there were people who hated it. There were people who loathed it. There were people who thought it was hilarious. There were people who loved it. And then there were people like me who did not know what to make of it at the time. I'm just sitting here. I'm going, I'm I'll tell you what, that. I'll tell you what they had my attention. I'll tell you the what entire time. I'll tell you what, give it up to Mason Mansoor because you don't see, you don't expect something out of those two guys to do. And they, they, they pulled that shit off to be honest with you what what was intended they pulled it off let's just put it that way and max do pre is awesome now he was a little vanilla for this he was a little more vanilla than i wanted because he was he's always been he's been great with the the adam pierce scenes but he was really to me kind of vanilla with this thing i think he got pissed with the what chance and I, I, I think that might, uh, well, that's only been in wrestling 20 years. So. I know at this point, but you still get pissed when they show up. Hell, I get pissed when they show up. I know. It's like, I, for I, the I, love I, of God. I agree wholeheartedly with you because the reason why this worked on any level whatsoever is the 100% all in commitment from all three guys from Max, from Mansoor, from Mace, for maximum male models. A lot of M's there, but they I was, mm. pulled it off they were 100 in they bought in they put everything they had into that monsoor looks jacked by the way like did you see the My bulging God. biceps coming speaking out of, of shirt? speaking of jacked how about montez ford holy crap where'd he go oh, from dude he he grew out of his pants he's, man. he's getting a, ready he's wall. getting right re- he's getting ready for that breakup yeah there was like three or four weeks ago there was a match where montez couldn't keep his damn trunks on he got so damn jacked Kay- kayla i think kayla on friday telegraphed the breakup is coming well, yeah, I mean, we let's let's not dive into that yet because I'm not ready for that. But I don't know how long of a shelf life maximum male models has. It's, they it's can't not just, a, they it's can't not just a, keep doing runway shows every week ad nauseum. Like it's going to get old fast. It's they got to evolve quickly. At some point, they got to get in the ring. They got to wrestle. They got to win. At some oh, yeah. point, they got to do that. It's not a it's a mid card gimmick, which is the bad part about it. It's not going to be a top level gimmick um not with the guys they got in there they've never uh, even approached them as top level guys no. mace couldn't even get over i mean mace has barely been on television since retribution split and monsoor i don't think they realized what the hell they wanted to do with him so <laughs> i mean he had like he was feuding with ali imagine you know, he should be a great tag team right now and they just crapped all over that imagine uh him walking out like that in uh, in saudi <laughs> Man, I mean, he is the Saudi Cena. I mean, uh, I'll tell you know? what, though. I'll tell you what, though, man. This, 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 this tennis line is going to be pretty funny. I think we're going to, we're going to be in for some laughs. I think we're, this, I think the combination of these three guys, I think this could work. I oh, really it, do think it could work. I don't know. It depends on the goals. It depends on what you want to get out of it. And it depends the, on how long you want to keep doing it. Just watching Masse and Monsois, watching them do the runway, I told me this is going to work. It ain't going to be a top-level gimmick. It could be a tag title gimmick, though. Uh, So... And that's probably all they're going for at this time until they... I mean, is is this any more ridiculous than Fashion Police was? Oh, that was so good. 
It was and so I hated, good. And I hated Breezango. I hated that name at first, and then I got to love it because I love both wrestlers. And this, by the way, this this is tailor made for Tyler Breeze. When, when they Tyler came Breeze back, this? when they came back to NXT, man, I was so excited. And the pop they got at full sale was tremendous. So I've, you know, it's kind of on that level. Yes, obviously, Tyler Breeze would be perfect for this. Also, pretty deadly would be perfect for this too. I'm not but, it, but yeah, boy, yeah. I, you've I get you got a t you got a tag team now though. So unless you're you're pushing these guys as singles guys, and you bring in and you could, you I want to see him wrestle. I want to know if they're gonna wrestle like they're on a runway. <laughs> Strut to the tag. Like like are they gonna, like, like is Mace just gonna stand in the ring and do a pose? No, and no, the elbow? no, 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 Excuse me. He's gonna he's gonna do a little a little butt flex and then pull back and then drop the elbow. Like, what are we doing? Like, is that is that what did we're did you do see uh, the WWE Twitter account uh, on Friday? Man, they use so many special character letters, like they do for the names of of Masse and Mansois. They use all these weird umlauts and things like that. I did hear a rumor that. Uh, the legend himself, Dutch Mantel, is going to be making his return to WWE on Friday as oh. Duché Mantois, uh, and he's going to be... Is he going to show uh, off the tennis mind. collection? Yeah, he's going to be showing off the tennis collection as Duché nice. Mantois. Nice. I heard that's going down, for sure. Man, I need to go back and watch Dutch's reaction to this. <laughs> Uh, Jeremy, good stuff as always. Uh, SP3 and I will be back tomorrow, live 215, breaking down everything from Monday Night Raw. Should be an interesting show tonight. Again, blank slate for a lot of people coming out of Money in the Bank. I think a lot of people were in a holding pattern heading into Money in the Bank, and now they're still in a holding pattern. So it's going to be interesting to see what goes down tonight, what gets laid into motion for SummerSlam. We'll be here on Believe in Pro Wrestling talk about it for jeremy bennett i'm ricky chino you've been listening to our money in the bank recap show here i believe in pro wrestling brought to you by bet online thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube